0: This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum.
1: It is your VEASAN Morning Daily Bets for Tuesday, November 14th. And boy, we have a massive card on the docket for you today. Our focus for the games of the night will be on the basketball. College hoops especially. There are a trio of top 25 matchups to talk about for you today. I'm Ben Wilson, in for Josh Applebaum on the Tuesday and Wednesday editions of VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. Let's dive right into it with the Game of the night. Well, there's two games of the night, both at the United Center in the Champions Classic. We'll talk about both of them. I do have a best bet on the first game of the doubleheader. It is ninth-ranked Duke against 18th-ranked Michigan State, 7 p.m. Eastern tip-off at the United Center. Duke open market-wide three-point favorites are now out to four-point favorites for the Blue Devils. Total has taken a bit of money to the under. 144-and-a-half was the early opener at DraftKings. Consensus opener, 143-and-a-half. And we're down to 142.5 with some books already starting to trend lower than that. I see a couple of 141s, 141 and a halves out there as well. And I like the under 142 and a half. You can still find that at multiple books. We'll give that out as our best bet. Right away, 60 seconds into the podcast, Duke and Michigan State. In short, it's two teams who are top 20th in defensive efficiency through their two games of the season, and each having played a legitimate foe so far, Michigan State the huge upset to James Madison. Despite that, James Madison is the Sunbelt preseason favorite to go out of that conference, so a real team, and Duke loses it home to a top 25 team in Arizona. I like when you have early season metrics that are not just solely against the cupcakes of the world, and in this case, you have two top 20 defensive teams and two teams who rank outside the top 250 teams in the nation in overall adjusted tempo. So two good teams on the defensive end, Two slow teams as well from a tempo perspective. Michigan State has just been absolutely putrid from beyond the arc, hitting threes at a 6.5% clip. Sparty was third in the country last year. What's happened? It's been a bizarre start to the year. I guess it's just gotten a lot colder earlier than normal in East Lansing. I have have no idea how to explain that. And senior Tyson Walker is just one of seven on threes. He's the go-to guy, the six one guard, who has been much better at the two-point range to this point in the season, 7 of 20, 17 of 26 now on two-point field goal. So you have a Michigan State offense, I expect, at least in the early goings under head coach Tom Izzo, who came out in the press and said this will be a dogfight-type game to really focus on getting his guys into the paint against a young Duke team that, outside of senior Kyle Filipowski at seven feet, lacks a ton of interior size. So especially with Walker, the go-to guy for Michigan State, being much better so far on the interior With two-point shot making this year, I expect Walker to focus on that part of the area of the floor. And Filipowski has been really, really good in the paint as well. The seven-foot sophomore, 16 of 25 on his two-point attempts. It's two teams who have struggled out of the gates. I mentioned the huge upset loss. Michigan State suffers at home to James Madison. And Duke loses at home outright to Arizona in what was the game of the opening week so far. Two teams struggling, facing off with each other. They're each going to play a slightly slower, grounded-out style. And you're getting over 140 on the total. I'd play this all the way down to a 140 flat. After that, I'd probably stay away. A 139.5 would be the absolute lowest I would play this. But based on the early market movement, I fully expect this to keep trending toward the under. So let's go under 142.5 in Duke and Michigan State. The second game of the night, some would argue it might be the game of the night here. You can quibble with whatever one you want to rank, first or second. 9.30 p.m. Eastern tip at the United Center. Kansas, number one ranked team in the country. against 17th ranked Kentucky. And it's not too much of a surprise to see the money coming in on KU. Open four and a half point favorites market wide. Now out to six in a lot of places. Some five and a half still out there, but we're trending towards six. A little bit of over money into the market from 147 to 147 and a half. I really would like to play Kansas at six. It's just too expensive of a price. Uh, even five and a half, I'm not really in love with, although I do believe Kansas comes out and wins the game. So again, it's all about the principles and the the general sense of reading the market that you want to have as, better and, as a better and just the uh, the general ability too. If a number gets out of your comfort zone and you don't want to be chasing big, big moves, it's okay to sit back, maybe wait to see how this thing plays out. I'm sure if Kansas goes down early in this game, an in-game bet on Kansas will be a very popular angle for a lot of people. Jayhawks top five in the, in I should say top 10 in the country so far in both offensive and defensive overall efficiency. All these numbers I'm citing from KenPom.com with KU being the number one effective field goal percentage team in the country so far. Sure seems like getting senior transfer Hunter Dickens in the 7-2 center for Michigan has been a, a nice boon for head coach Bill, Bill Self so far. Big reason, too, that KU's getting market support. It's been the history of Coach John Calipari and his Kentucky teams in spots like these. It makes sense that Kentucky has lost five of their last six appearances in the Champions Classic. It's a ton of freshmen in their first legit tests as college players on a neutral court. And a lot of times that just hasn't gone well for Kentucky. Wildcats so far have been playing a slower tempo brand of basketball outside the top 250 12th offensively 27th defensively in their overall efficiency numbers but have played nobody a couple of teams outside the top 200 in Ken Palman will feature the freshman trio Rob Dillingham DJ Wagner and Justin Edwards so while the early numbers and returns are really positive for Kentucky number one turnover percentage team on offense so a really good job for a young team limiting turnovers Uh, that was coming against the likes of a completely rebuilding New Mexico State and other other teams of that sort of caliber, right? You've had the two games against teams outside the top 200 in the overall Ken Palm ranking. So I fully expect Kansas to get the win. It's too expensive of a number for me to lay. But if you want to include this, maybe in a two-team money line parlay with a dance partner you like, I wouldn't blame you whatsoever for wanting to get there. As Kansas ultimately, I believe will win the game. I'm just not in the business of chasing a big line move such as this. Pulling up the latest numbers on Kansas from the money line perspective were. Already seeing this get out to minus 245. That's a really expensive price to pay uh, in just a single straight bet. Minus 258 right now, the money line price for KU at DraftKings. Certainly not one I would be playing just on its own. One other really enticing game, no bet for me, but this is one of those games that I file under the really watch it closely, file it away for later use because it's a really evenly matched game. Our other top 25 matchup, fourth-ranked Marquette. A true road game as part of the Gavitt game series against 23rd ranked Illinois. Illini consensus one and a half point favorites. No movement on the side. A little bit of over money coming in from 146 to 147 and a half. Great matchup here between two of the best guards in the country. Junior Cam James from Marquette averaging over 21 and a half points per game so far. He's at six of his nine two-pointers, eight of 16 three-pointers. Marquette, fifth in offensive efficiency. Cam James, a big reason why. A great matchup for him on the road against senior guard Terrence Shannon, who's off to a good start for Illinois, a team who's top 15 in defensive efficiency so far. So pretty simple here. You have a great Marquette offense who wants to go fast against a really good Illinois defense who wants to go slow. If you look at the tempo numbers, that that, uh, certainly bears out that narrative for tonight. My big question mark will be the guard Tyler Kolek for Marquette, part of that backcourt. Had an ankle injury against Ryder, questionable coming into tonight. I would certainly have leaned Marquette if both teams were fully 100% healthy. Uh, the Kolek injury is certainly enough to keep me off this game. But again, file this away under a game that will they'll teach us a lot. Show us the true potential for both of these squads. Should be a good one there. And a really fun early season college basketball card. By far the best college basketball card we've had in the first eight days of the season. Let's take a quick break. I have one NBA breakdown for you as well as we go into the best of the rest and the game of the night as the in-season tournament resumes. That's next. You're on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
1: As we resume on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets, a reminder, if you don't mind taking a couple seconds here, give us a five-star rating, leave us a a comment as well. If there's anything else you'd like to see on the show, we're trying to hit the biggest, the best games every single night on the card. We already touched on the first mega college hoops card of the season. Let's go to the NBA because almost the entire league is in action on this Tuesday. A lot of great matchups. We'll see the funky courts back uh, as well as it's the NBA in-season tournament. Returning no matter what side of the the coin of that you're on as far as liking or disliking it. Uh, the fact is we'll get the L.A. Clippers in Denver tonight taking on the defending tending champion Nuggets. Clippers just three and six. Have lost five straight. We've talked about them on this pod in the past. And it's been a team that has been in complete sell mode from the betting perspective. 0-4 since star James Harden comes over in the Philadelphia trade. Denver 8-2. and Just had a four-game winning streak snapped By the feisty Houston Rockets. Lost 107-104 their last time out. Without point guard Jamal Murray. Remaining out for the next couple weeks at least. With a hamstring injury. It'll be the former Clipper Reggie Jackson. He's been the fill-in at point guard. The market has shown a little bit of support though. For the LA Clippers. And I was wondering. Would there be a buy point for LA. Who have looked so bad. And are getting a Denver team. Who is less than 100% with a loss of Jamal Murray. I was really hoping that Denver would have beaten Houston over the weekend. That would have probably fattened this line up a little bit more. You'd have have had Denver coming in 9-1, and winners of five straight. Maybe the number would have been even a touch higher, but seems like a lot of bettors saw some of those flaws with Denver. Again, it was a, a weak bench that played the Nuggets last year at times. Goes without saying, because they won the title, Denver was able to get around all those short uh, shortcomings of the roster. And because of the fact they have, Right now, the best player on the planet, Nikola Jokic. Denver was able to make it work. But market is clearly seeing that there is some of those deficiencies at play. Houston was able to expose him. Can a Clipper team that has so much talent but has yet to find any sort of cohesion and bring anything together with James Harden in the fold, can they make Denver pay for a brief dip in form that you would expect without a star point guard in Jamal Murray? Market's gone from Denver minus six down to Denver minus five and a half. Couple of six is still out there, but this is trending towards the five and a half as we record early AM hours, East Coast time. Total taking some under money as well, 224 down to 223. First half lines haven't been widely released yet, but and I really would like to to support the Clippers again. If this was a Denver team coming in a little more fat and happy, had they won over the weekend, it would be a, a game I'd expect to probably get more like three and a half for the Clippers in the first half, and that would be a bet. Uh, so it's just a lean for me, not a, an official play here. Clippers plus three in the first half. How about this, though, from a player prop angle? Nikola Jokic, since his point guard Jamal Murray went down, has had to shoulder so much of the load. He's had triple doubles in all three games in Murray's absence. DraftKings prop on Jokic tonight. It'll be a very popular one. This will be a, a square bear play. But you know what? Jokic has been a machine, and I would not blame anybody who wanted to play Jokic. Yes, on the triple double market at plus 120. That for pure viewing entertainment and popcorn eating alone will be worthy of your watch tonight. Clippers and Nuggets from Denver in the second game of group stage of the in-season tournament. That'll do it for us this morning as we get you off to hopefully a good start on your Tuesday. It's VEASAN Morning Daily Bets. We're back once again, breaking down the cards in all the sports and the biggest games are on the sports betting universe tomorrow. We'll see you again here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets.